You are now listening to We're Your Friends Podcast, and today we take a look at imper... I mean, perfection. Yeah, perfection. We take a look at perfection. Yes, that's the episode. Because even Oasis can't sing Oasis. Oh, so you don't have to sing it, bro. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to be the one that saves me. It's the most tone deaf song in the world, but I still enjoy it. (laughs) Look at his graph. Yeah, I guess that's supposed to be the appeal is that they can't really sing. So anybody, anybody can do it. I get uh I don't I don't know if I would say anybody can do it. Yeah. Mm. It's anyone can fail. <laughs> Everyone can fail. And if you yeah. fail, then it's accurate still. So you're fine. Yes. And you're in good company because we're your friends. Yay. Boom. Hi. Hello. How we do how we do, people. We're doing okay. Yeah. I'm tired. You're tired. <laughs> you don't say. This <laughs> is all this setup. Oh my god. There is a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes stuff that you guys aren't getting, but if you follow our Instagram, you can check it out. You can see uh, the whole setup. And, and according uh, to my cardigan, mm-hmm. I'm an old man. Yes. Who's going to overheat? It's going to be hilarious. I love, it. Oh, I love the heat. But but who are we? We are your friends. That's right. We're just a couple of artists here in uh, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We like to get together, hang out, shoot shit, and uh, talk about art stuff. or Art stuff. Or uh, friendship stuff. Friendship you know? stuff. Sometimes we fart. Stuff. And burp. <laughs> Mostly Alvaro and I. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, yes. Mostly, And yes. Sketch puts up with us. Yes. Like, I can't right yes. now, because if I do, yeah. it's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole affair, really. Yeah. Indeedy. I got uh, a lot of danishes this morning, so. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. It's a lot of butter. <laughs> it is. You got, it, that's the Ooh. key ingredient, man. You got you to put the butter. <laughs> yep. Gotta put the butter. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're bringing the butter to you, I guess, in terms of content. Uh, What's going on, uh, Alvaro? What's happening? See? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, not, not much for me uh, this week. Uh, still so bringing the butter, apparently. <laughs> bringing the butter, 2023. That's going to be a that's gonna be a thing now. Ugh. Bringing the butter. Disgusting! Watch. Y'all got to make it viral. Um, no, just still dealing with the... No aftermath of uh, stuff at work so we're still yeah. navigating that stuff which is uh interesting to say the least um i did get myself a very cool book for class yeah a, uh, design book nice mm. yes uh, what's it called fuck 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 it's a I great took, title i took a picture of it <laughs> what, I a, had to, what uh, a title i had to share it also fuck, the fuck, title fuck. of my biography fuck 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 <laughs> uh yeah d- drawing attention custom illustration solutions for brands today so it's Definitely, I think more of a design book. Yeah, but beautiful in how the the layout and all the illustrations for all these different packaging and stuff like that. It's nice. Oh man, it it lifts up my hope in terms of like actual art because <laughs> like uh, mom's basement video about the AI anime. Mm-hmm. I was like, hope in humanity. Ooh. Yeah, we were just talking <laughs> yeah. about that because I was bringing it up to Toby oh, earlier. Oh my god, that is a shit show, isn't it? There's another person mm-hmm. that did a video. And also, um, what what annoys me is like Nico and those guys' response mm. to everyone's criticism of it. It's not it's not great. No, and I don't think it's. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, there's a large sector of people that just don't give a fuck about. 
I'll say this. A lot of these people that are having comments about it are like fans of anime, but are not. I I don't think they're animators. Like they're not really in the world of like doing art, which is like, you know, I'm not saying like their their opinions are not valid, but like I want to hear the perspective of people that are working in that Mm. because they make really good points in those videos where you know a lot of these animators are already having a like in japan they don't get paid that much no no for it so this is kind of like making it worse and at the same time it's like solving a problem that didn't exist yeah (laughs) yeah exactly fuck said like this was a problem like oh no and the thing is like it's solving a problem for people that couldn't animate that couldn't do art Mm -hmm. and are making it that's where it's coming from and it's like okay you can just try to learn how to do it yeah (laughs) and uh you know for any, for, we're talking about, see, this is the thing I, we need to like really bring up the topic of what we're saying. <laughs> Quick, I'll just say this, like for that one, uh, we're talking about uh, Corridor Digital launched a, a show, uh, a, a short animation of, not animation, they should have made a short video of them using AI to create an anime. And all the fingers. But what they used was... They basically fr- like it's almost like all the frames were being calculated by AI to look a lot, uh, very very close to uh, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, um, Madhouse animations. They took the style and trained the AI to generate their faces to look like that. Great compositing, great uh, directing of of like angles and like the actors and stuff like that. But if you really break it down, this really belongs more. And my Sunny Sunny mentioned this. Uh, mm. uh, it, it really belongs to like Scanner Darkly category. Yeah. Like Loving Vincent, like rotoscoping, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's kind of where this really belongs to more than it is animation, like literally hand animation done. And so, I don't think there's any like threat to animation in general, but you know. It's it's the way people word things on YouTube, where they're like they're trying to be clickbaity. So then they say like, "Did we change animation forever?" Mm-hmm. And you're like, "No." Answer is no, <laughs> no. because you're not animating at yeah. all. You are you are creating a filter of your face on it. That's not the same thing. You have yeah. more relations to rotoscoping than you are to animation, mm-hmm. which is like still a valid a valid you know medium you could go with that but don't say you're one and not the other like yeah you're just not it's not the same thing so that's my opinion of it mm. um but these are the things that we're gonna get a lot because they just like and the the other issue is the fact that they used um they used uh uh vampire hunter D blood like madhouse's like art style mm-hmm. and then like literally just ripped it that's a copyrighted material. You ripped it and then trained your AI to generate more stuff. So you basically copied it and then used it. Mm-hmm. And some people were saying, why didn't you just get an artist to create the data set specifically for this to be trained under? Yeah. Pretty simple. No, they didn't want it. They wanted the very knownly, uh, known and uh, big franchise for what it was mm-hmm. to, to be used. So you basically use copyrighted stuff. So, yeah, exactly. And then, and and the real issue is the fact that it's they they made money off of it. You know, yeah. the views that you get money off of it, and the paywall that you created mm-hmm. to access to access all the stuff that you did to it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, like you made money off of copyrighted material. That's yeah, kind of fucked up. So, so you know, that's kind of where. And it's funny because these are the guys who made a video talking about the 
the lawsuits and all that stuff about AI. Yeah. And you're like, going, did you guys... Yeah, totally cool. Yeah. Really? Like, did you guys pay attention to your own research material? Yeah. I thought you guys yeah. researched this. Like, So anyway, um, they're kind of being dicks about it and like mm-hmm. responding and like doubling down and like trolling other... I don't know, saying all these like responses. And I was like, well, okay, cool. No, I don't really... <laughs> Jive with that. Honestly, yeah. I've never really liked them that much. No. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you. Even back in the heyday of... Uh, they're like talking about... Because I like their early videos yeah. where they're just making animations. But when they started doing uh, VFX Artist Reacts, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, is that punching you're, down? You're troll, you're trolling against like not really, but mm-hmm. like you're trolling, like you're 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 picking on all these guys when you know their main problem is time. Yeah, and they've had mm-hmm. professional VFX artists talk about that very same thing, and then they go. Oh yeah, you're you know like they nod yes because you know they look up to these people. So then mm-hmm. when they're in the room, they're like, oh yeah, you know, we'll stroke their dicks and shit. But like when they're not there, they're like, hey, did you see that they missed? The-? Yeah, man, you you weren't there when they had to do it. Exactly. Like I see Sonny's like struggles every day on all that stuff, and like these guys, they don't have to do that because they don't work in movies. Yeah. They make their own videos and do whatever the hell they want, but yet they get to like, you know, shit on other people's work and. They try so hard, but that's also like the mentality of like that's the te- the toxicity of like VFX industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's like that. Literally, everybody from other house like other VFX houses like go and they watch a movie point. and they go pointing all the mistakes. It's literally like you know, and then you can kind of say the same thing about artists. Artists like shit on either each other's work. Yeah, well, how many are there like where it's like oh roast roasting my viewers artwork? Oh my god, like roasting. I hate those deviant art artwork. I'm like, no man, like, come on. Like roasting professionals' work. I'm like, yeah, shut the fuck up, dude. Exactly. What the fuck you're talking about? And it's like this 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 day and age, like there's it's so it's so um it's so hot right now to be talking like that. That it's so toxic. That it's like there's just like no respect on each other's stuff. But to just shit on each other. Basically. But honestly, man, like yeah. I've been shit on in like forums, mm. you know, with my work and I've, you know, done so much work on it and like these people that like, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. It kind of just comes with the territory. It's always been toxic is what I'm saying, I guess. Like, you know, but, but it does affect you in the long run. Like yeah. or especially like young artists. Like it does mm. affect your the perspective of how your work should be. Yeah. Like there's so many videos that I've seen where um people will talk about like oh when should i know when i'm good enough to start this or when i'm good enough to do that or so on and so forth yeah. and it's like you're good enough when you think you're ready yeah you know and there's this like huge push for artists to like be professional before they do anything but it's yeah. like no man like like you gotta be like squeaky fucking clean and like yeah, perfect exactly when you're making it's like no man no you did don't. just see teenage mutant ninja turtles first issue yeah and people w- read that for the content. Like, you know what I mean? Like the, the, just like the topic and the storytelling, like mm-hmm. just do you and, exactly. and make something. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just. Perfectionism's a lie. It is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, why, why, do, why are we so obsessed with it as a society? You know, obviously if you look in this room, me and Toby being the example, clearly. Of perfection. Oh, yes. Of non, of not accepting perfection. <laughs> perfection. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah. You, you don't know shit, son. <laughs> I am perfection you in all are, that I am. You guys are perfect. Thank no, I, I just meant like we're we're clearly more like whatever. We'll we'll do whatever we want. 
kind yeah. of kind of energy. Um, instead of like trying to cater to some kind of fucking well, I'm, or somebody, I'm definitely uh, a perfectionist to some you know. degree with my work, yeah. despite the fact that I try not to be. I think you know, yeah. I think there's like a level of you. You can strive, but you can also know that there's no such thing as perfection. Mm. Yeah. Right. It's like overshooting, mm -hmm. but being happy where you land, right? Because mm -hmm. yeah. you you're gonna get it. Like you're gonna nail it if you kind of just like, you know, find the extremes of like where you can yeah. go. Not doing like barely, you know, like phoning it in versus like the absolute fucking best you can do. But like, yeah. right? In terms of uh, art and culture and like media, why why do you think there's such an obsession with seeking out perfection that it's not really I think, there? I think, you know. I think the way like the world promotes it mm. so mm -hmm. much, you know what I mean? And like the way parenting works, if your parents or like, you know, older generation that tends to like pressure the young mm. to like do it right or do it better, you know, like, I mean, definitely my parents, mm -hmm. my, my dad specifically like drilled, you know, I was never good enough for like anything that I do. Like he'd find all the little issues of what I do and, you know, all that kinds of stuff. And you're just like striving for their approval so that you know, you attach like, you attach like approval uh, to to see if you're doing, if you're going right in life, like if mm -hmm. you're going in the right direction in life, which is like not true. Like there's yeah. like, those are, there's like so many more dimensions to it. But when you're young, it's very simple and clear cut. You know, it's like night and day, right? You don't know any better. Yeah. And also like, it's not that complicated and when you're young even though it kind of is, right? And so you attach that to your art, you attach that to the work that you do, and, and you're hoping that it'll, like, fix a lot of things. If you, you know, you, you really make it, like, because it's the only thing that you have, right? Like, mm -hmm. your artwork. Let's say, when I was young, I was a kid, I was, like, all that mattered to me was my artwork, was trying to, like, do better in it. You know, but, I made a ton of was like, it, shitty comics. But was it your artwork in the eyes of your father or your eyes, your eyes only? See, it's funny because in life I needed approval that I was doing OK so that my dad wouldn't like kill me. Mm -hmm. But my art was that all was for your, me. That, that was, was all yours. for me. It was my own little world where I can do whatever I want and be me and do whatever. But it was hard because like, you know, it always like life always interrupted, mm. yeah. you know, and. I think my maturity level hit when I realized that like art is life. That is my life. That is who I am. And that, like, when it started to like really collide together and really like, you know, as an adult, it's like, no, my money comes from my art. So, and then, so it started other things, you know, my inspiration came from life. My, you know, my, you know, my style came from everything else started falling in. It was like, oh, these are like together. Like my life is my art, you know, art is life. Mm -hmm. so when you have that all together it didn't matter to me if it was like perfect or not even though now i'm starting to like kind of like what is perfect like mm -hmm. what is what is like the style that i'm trying to like do and like what is like you know who am i with this work you know because yeah. i mean there is a danger in i'm all over the place well, when i'm talking but yeah but there is a danger <laughs> in kind of seeing somebody else's work that you enjoy and then mm -hmm. trying to emulate that because that's that's there's a dishonesty in that because that's not mm -hmm. yours right uh now granted you should steal like an artist in the sense of learning techniques and stuff that you like mm -hmm. um 
but I think there is that importance as well to find uh, your own kind of like your own language too, right? Yeah. Um, to kind of steer away from just being another copy of another artist and trying to find your own, you know, your own uh, language, your own voice. Yeah. Yeah. Like not to get too, I guess, um, into the psychology of it, but like we've mentioned before that we feel like our art is an extension of who we are. Yeah. So in some ways it's like, it's a perfectionism that you can control because it's a part of you. It's something that is, that can be very self-indulgent. And so you almost want to get it perfect for you. Yeah. Because it's kind of one of those things as an artist that you feel you're so tantalizingly close mm -hmm. to actually getting it perfect. Right. And you have the ability to get it perfect. So you want to at least try, you know? I don't know. That could just be me, but something See, to chew on, I guess. Well, that's the thing. It's like life for me, life, I think about my life right now where it's like I can do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And that joy like really gets me to be like, we can do whatever. We can test this. We can try this. Get better at painting. Get better at this. Get better at, you know, character design. Get better. Let's learn from, you know other you know artists you know we have we have the ability to we have the opportunity to like learn from these people like yeah why not you know mm -hmm. it's like to me it's like the curiosity and kind of seeing like the curiosity of like i could be better yeah let's explore that let's see if i can be how far you can push it yeah and yeah. i think that's the key to getting better and not to like strive for perfection mm. is to be curious about like where can you go can mm. you get better you know, and you want to find out that, you know, that question. I almost find it in, in, in a way to add to that. It's almost like if you live a life free of expectations of others. Yeah. In a way, you might even get to that perfection without realizing it. Mm. Yeah. No, because when you when you take the weight off uh, and the pressures, you're almost like you're free of that. Yeah. So you don't care if people like it or not. You're just doing it because you do it. And then you're kind of free to just create willy-nilly. Yeah. Well, I think you know? that with art, like, especially art, perfection is such a subjective thing. Mm. Um, so you kind of become your own judge of when you've reached it. And I think that it can be really difficult for some people to kind of find that line or to decide what perfection is to them. Yeah. Because, like, you're constantly being fed, like, these ideas, especially, like, I love watching those, like, oh, day in the life of an artist kind of thing, yeah. you know. But I have it in the back of my mind that I'm like, yeah, but this is edited. You know, mm -hmm. this is probably several days where they've woken up and been like, ah, nah, the lighting, it's just not doing it today. So today yeah. is not the day that I film or, like, you know what, I'm just, ah, I'm not good at drawing today. So I'm going to leave my filming for another day. My favorite is, like, this person on TikTok with, like day in the life of me but then they do the behind the scenes they add the behind the scenes stuff yeah where they like leave leave the camera there run into the bed pretend like they're waking up and then yeah and then run back <laughs> and turn it off exactly <laughs> so like we get this idea that it's like ah oh, yes the life of an artist yeah that is perfection <laughs> but like you know you you recognize that that person is running back and forth yeah. from their bed There's or all like, these, like extra things you know yeah like trying to find the right angle making sure their hand isn't in the way when they're drawing yeah. like again everybody has bad art days like yeah. not filming on those bad art days yep. you know um, oh yeah 
And you see the one time, but all the other times, they're like, yeah, oh my God. Yeah. So like as a young artist, especially like it must be really difficult to like look at those videos if you don't have that in the back of your head right. and you're not just like watching it for, you know, oh, this is kind of fun. Yeah. Like it can be, it can really affect you, yeah. you know, and your views of perfection and art and your own work and how you should be doing your work, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it's kind of hard to say how to avoid that because it's such a personal thing. Have you guys, have you guys kind of um, reached to the point where you're not, are you still kind of like thinking like this needs to be perfect? Sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nah. Definitely. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, for me, I'm, I've, uh, I think I've taken way too many drugs. <laughs> my ego is, my ego is dead. <laughs> you know, like, you well, know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. For me, it's not an ego thing. Yeah. For me, it's, this means so much to me that I want to do it right. Mm. And so sometimes like Sketch and I were just talking before you got here mm. about how I'm actually going back and there's like a few panels that I'm redrawing. Yeah. And um, I'm actually really happy that I did do them mm. um, because in the in that case, it wasn't telling the story the way I wanted it to. Mm. Um, and I had just gone with it. Yeah, this is good enough. All right, moving on to the next panel. Yeah. And I hated that I did that. And that was kind of one of those situations where, you know, maybe not perfectionism, but certainly holding myself to a higher standard benefits the story more. Yeah. And so, like, I'm going back and I'm redrawing a few of them. And it's not an ego thing. It's, yeah. There's a lot know. of, and, and that's, and I think that's the thing too. It's like, how do you approach uh, perfection? Mm. Like, this, the thing. Mm -hmm. Are you doing it for other people or are you doing it for you? Yeah. I, I honestly, like, a lot of times, like, I do not think about other people when I make mm -hmm. anything or when I decide anything. I, if someone tells me maybe I should, I lean harder to not doing it. Like, nope, now that you say it, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I literally hate, not that I hate people's opinion, but I, I literally love the freedom mm. of being able to do things my way. And it's outside of it. It's, that. it's yeah. barely crossed my mind to, like, do something by the influence of other people mm -hmm. i have to actively like okay well they said this I, I should i should really do this and i find that like a lot of times for me it's a detriment to my career actually mm. because it, I, it took me an education for me to learn how to take uh notes design notes or 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 criticism from other people which mm -hmm. you know we had our all their episodes before we're talking about criticism and how i kind of went through that and mm. it's like that is because I only wanted to please myself in my work, you know, right. I was only, I only had me to do to, to please it, but I still strive to make it as best as I could. That's why I shoved as many details as I can. Cause I thought that was, you know, like my way, like that was like what perfection looks like because my influence were based off of like, you know, Jeff Darrow and like all these like amazing, like detail artists and stuff, mm -hmm. you know? So I don't know. I, and, and I think, you know, your your motivation or your um not motivation but like um your like kind of like reasoning to to do anything mm. that's kind of an interesting way to start to kind of seeing like why you're doing all this in the first place yeah why you want it to be perfect in the first place yeah i mean uh i do i do try you know don't get me wrong it's uh oh no we know you do like yeah i do, i do try and i like learning i like going back and learning more um there is mm -hmm. an acceptance though that i know i i don't know fucking anything in terms of like art that yeah. it's so mm -hmm. the scope is so huge 
that whatever I think I know, no. Yeah. No, this is, yeah. it, it's like the iceberg is like here on the surface, but like it's massive underneath. Of what, what do you know? I don't know. You know, you know. I know coffee. You know? Yeah, you do know coffee. coffee. Yeah. You know right. coffee? Yeah. You know yeah, that's what you're does. drinking? I know how to make it. I know how yeah. to roast Is that it, what you're you drinking? Know? I know what, what. Where'd you get that from? Uh, Almacen. Ooh. Right here on Queen Street. Fancy. Get it. Pretty there. nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have coffee early in the morning, but I still. <laughs> oh, I still it, it's get fantastic. One but, uh, yeah. but no, I, I still strive for uh, learning and improving and and, good. and doing more um, well i mean like we were talking uh yeah. a couple of weeks ago you posted like this one art for the challenge yes, oh, yes. Man, yeah and it was yeah. phenomenal yeah. and i was yeah. like whoa i was like really blown away that like it was like this huge shift of like what you usually draw and i was really happy yeah. for you and, mm-hmm. and, and i mean i do want to learn more um it's just that knowing me and i'm like and i think one thing i've kind of realized over the years there's this mainstream way of drawing yeah that appeals to a lot of people and I can't get to that. But then it's like, but I'm not mainstream, like in general, yeah. like this. Yeah. This, you can't package this to the masses. But you see, know, like. You're like Jughead, you're weird. <laughs> I guess, yeah. It's, it's funny yeah. because like, I feel like with you, you tend mm. to, you tend to really like think about what other people think, whether it's to go yeah. away from it, but you still consider, because for me, I don't know what that looks like. Mm. I don't know what mainstream look looks like to me. Cause mm-hmm. I, it's that how much, that's how much, you know, and I, and I think, I think the healthier way to approach it is mm-hmm. like, you know, what is, what is like my work? How does this look perfect mm-hmm. without thinking of like what the art landscape looks like for yeah. me? It's like, I know this is, I get to the point where like selfishness where it's yeah. like my, my work is like my style, my world. Mm-hmm. Like I can dictate what a trend could look like. That's how, mm-hmm. that's how egotistical i am <laughs> i want to reach to the point where like my art becomes a trend mm-hmm. that's cool. but that doesn't but that's not based yeah. on like is it my turn is it what what's the world yeah. what's the landscape look like no these people don't think about that stuff they just work their ass off until the point where everyone just loves their work right but I th- that I never think this, this does kind of come though from the fact that i do consume like a lot of comics right Mm-hmm. so i'm mm-hmm. currently like reading a lot of stuff so i'm always like looking at like what's working what's right not um but yeah, you're right in that sense, though, because there are works where you think that it shouldn't be very popular, but yeah. it is, you know. And there's there's, there's work out there yeah. where it's like you could say like what the fad is now, like what looks cool mm. now, like whether it's comics or art. I mean, I tend to think about like fine art and, you know, contemporary work. Mm. And then somebody will do something that's like very retro and they're like, holy shit, it's crazy. And it becomes like <laughs> this huge popular thing. Yeah. You know, like uh, to me, like I think about sneakers or like um, like fashion, like. Uh, Virgil Abloh like mm. you know he's like let's make deconstructed stuff look cool mm-hmm. he like broke everything that conventionally should not work but it's it's what everybody wants right now different new refreshing it's true and that always breaks that always like you know you know bucks I, the trend right? and I think that's going to be key going forward into this world because I think AI with the rise of AI in general yeah. we're going to see a homicide homonization of a lot of artwork of a lot of media mm-hmm. and people are going to get sick of it you know yeah honestly ai is just going to be like a whole new medium it's a yeah. whole different thing and i don't know if it's really gonna like make people really broke well let me put it this way if you gave me a hot dog today like right now a hot dog i'd probably enjoy it yeah. i'd be like yeah fuck yeah a hot dog yeah sure it's like mixed meat or whatever the fuck but eh. 
I wouldn't say no. Beans. You, you you give me a hot dog tomorrow, I'll be like, oh, cool, another hot dog. Okay, 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 fine. Yeah. Tuesday, oh, okay, another hot dog, uh, I guess, if I'm hungry. Wednesday, uh... <laughs> Thursday. By Wednesday, and if you still like it, you have an oral fixation. Yeah. <laughs> right. Go, go see Freud. <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> but my point is, like, I think that while now people can look at AI art and, like, AI content and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, it's passable, it's fine, that eventually you'll get to the point where you're going to get sick of it. Eventually we'll figure out, yeah. eventually we'll artists will figure out a way for it to be useful for them. Yeah. yeah. I'm just waiting for kind of, like, I just want more tools. Mm-hmm. I like I like more tools. I mean, thinking of perfectionism, like if you want to kind of boil down what is popular right now and what is considered Mm. like perfect in those eyes, just look at what AI art is producing. Yeah. Because it's taking all of those trends, all those coloring trends, all those line art trends, and it's putting it into artwork. And you can see what is considered like perfect in quotation marks by like the concept art community, by the comic art community, just by what's coming out of the AI. That's right. And like Alvaro's right, the hot dog gets boring. Yeah, like, it, yeah. I mean, like those '80s like dark fantasy film stuff. I was like, I'm over it. Yeah, there's too like, much of it. Like Jesus. The, the first like two were cool. I'm yeah. like interesting, but then it yeah. kept popping up on my feed, and I'm like, ah, all right. It was just like creepy, and it left me a little bit like I was like, ah, is this all? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, again, like Alvaro, hot dog, boring. Yeah. It's true, you know. Like yeah. you. Well, so, we also don't like like too much consistency. Yeah. That's why like fashion is cyclical. Like we'll just switch completely. I mean, everything that we've talked about, cyberpunk to solar punk, like yeah. we love to switch to the opposite of what that is. And I think in comics, details were kind of like taken back by the wayside because there was so much of it in the 90s. Yeah. And like we just constantly switched to like, oh, it's more simplistic and more, you know, this kind of stuff, like in- independent style, indie style kind of books yeah. and stuff like that. So I think we constantly change in like, you know, switch up a lot, and I don't know. Yeah, Who I knows? mean that that is interesting that you bring up comics, like because like for me, uh, the perfect comic would be probably like a Silver Surfer's Mobius uh, yeah. issue. But like <laughs> even yeah. there, you could look at it and be like, why are all the people long faced? Why why are mm-hmm. all the buildings like uh, circular? Yeah, you could you could pick point it, but yeah. to me that comic, those two issues fucking perfection mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like absolutely you know um, well because the thing is like yeah <laughs> you you are dictating like for that right like mm. i consider those things like kind of perfection because mm. you're towing the line from like style to like like art like technically what is good like mm. his compositions are still phenomenal mm-hmm. his line work is impeccable uh you know proportions the scale yeah, that's yeah, just the scale dude like yeah, of galactus like, you, yeah. you feel that shit right yeah colors are amazing there's like already so many things fundamentally that w- that's like obviously like really great in those, but you know there's like places where he can play that yeah. makes it himself. Yeah, and so you're constantly towing the line between like what are those things to you, you know? You you pull one, you you stretch out a little bit on the other one, and then you make these ones like, you know, lean hard, and that's that's the that's the dance that artists do every day, right? That's how you mm-hmm. build your style, and that's how you create like a definition of who you are versus everyone else yeah right but mm-hmm. and then and then you know the striving for perfection 
is just trying to fine tune those to the point that it's just like iconic and like memorable forever. Mm-hmm. Right. That's and accepting just... that not everyone's going to like it. Yeah. And the, yeah, the more popular you become, the more uh, wider the net is for all the demographic to see it. Mm-hmm. And then the opinions of everyone will always come. Also time. Yeah. The opinions of everybody at that time could also change as they get older like there's a lot of people who hate That's like true. you know like there was like a point where like you know uh the movie gone in 60 seconds everybody thought was like whatever and yeah. now it's like man remember that movie? it's like nostalgic and it's like a time you know oh. a, a moment in time another mm-hmm. one speed racer yeah 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 100 oh, percent. <laughs> that is that. so true people saw them were like what the fuck was that and then yeah. now they're like yo that movie was crazy yeah that's yeah, amazing it just needed time yeah yeah. So, you know, like your your perception of like whether that's good or not could also change, you know, like within your work, you know, mm-hmm. you could miss like how you do a specific style. So I don't know. I think it's healthier if you're just kind of um, kinder to yourself with your work and instead of getting, you know, frustrated, just be curious about like, can you do it better? And mm-hmm. it's like time is on your side always when it comes to art. Time will always be on your side. Just give it a sec, you know, you know, uh, redo it if you want to. Like, you can do anything. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And and mostly just, I think, have fun with it. I think Um, it's a part of your life. As you said, art is art is life. Life is art. Mm -hmm. You know, if if, go hand in hand. There's something in your art that is not that you're not that happy with. Just just like ask yourself why but don't beat yourself up o- over it because it's not worth it mm. yeah you know have you guys ever had like a time where you've fallen victim to it yes like probably trying to strive for perfection lot, yeah, and you just probably like, gave a, up on uh, it yeah a very 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 long ago in in the in the dark ages <laughs> how, how did you like get out of it Maturity. Yeah. 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 Cause I was a teenager back then. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you, you've never had moments of that afterwards. Nah, hmm. nah. Cause I, I, I just, I just realized the, um, escape lab specimen that I was, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> the failed fucking clone of yes, exactly. <laughs> Nicholas Cage and a hot dog. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Which explains your yeah, you your get, earlier analogy. You, you get this. I just imagine like you're like the third mouse and like Pinky in the Brain. <laughs> we don't talk about that mouse. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't know, but like there is this kind of acceptance that okay, this is the world at large. This is most folks, and here's the black sheep's. You know, like here's you know, and that's cool though because you know I got into uh, I got into punk uh, in, in my late uh, my late teens uh, I think also like more, punk so. music is like uh, I think it's like a lifesaver to a lot of people mm-hmm. you know what I mean well, because it allows you to be you when you have like 60 second songs yeah there is a sort of awesome rawness to it too mm-hmm. right yeah this this ability to just or even the fashion fuck yeah. you look at the fashion the fashion the way it was like it was offensive in the clash of like colors and yeah. and uh, patterns and all of that because it, they did they didn't care yeah right like they really didn't care and that was kind of the point. But for me, um, one of my most uh, key in inspirations to being me is uh like a Minor Threat, you know, um, right. Fugazi. You love that group, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. They they couldn't get signed, 
So right. they made their own label. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what more do you need, right? Yeah. Like to be able to do that. And a lot of bands did that. A lot of bands were like, oh shit, we can't, we don't have a venue or a concert. Uh, we'll just uh, open my uh, garage here and we'll have like yeah. five punk artists do a show here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That kind of ability so to say, you know what? Fuck it. Nobody's opening the door. I'm going to draw a door <laughs> and then I'm going to make a yeah. hole. Like, yeah. I mean, that was like my mentality as an artist back yeah. then. You know, like people were in Sheridan, people were coming up with groups and stuff like that. And, you know, we weren't being asked or we they wouldn't, you know, I'd showed my stuff to other group artists. It's like trying to be popular, right? Not mm-hmm. not being popular, but right. be belong, belonging to a group. Yeah. And then these guys were like doing art shows and doing all these things. And like, we weren't let in like me mark and joe dennis all these guys were like not a part of a group so we're like oh fuck it let's do our own group yeah and we were like the biggest we had the most amount of people in our group that people were like showing sketchbooks to me kind of going like can i join guys here's my work can you take a look at like it got so ridiculous right Mm -hmm. so that's when i realized like no i i have power like i have ability to to bring people like together and it makes you like realize when you take your like when you when you take control of your destiny and your like where you want to go, mm-hmm. you can. It's not impossible. Like it's totally it can happen. You know, and then the perfection kind of comes where it's like, oh, I need to make this better, more refined, more this. The danger is too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That's when you Definitely. do too much of it. But I mean, consider this: punk music inspired the Pixies, which then inspired Nirvana, which then became the biggest band in 1993. Right, and. Mm-hmm created a genre of its own right like, that's fucking crazy right like Hell yeah some could say um never mind is a perfect album you know mm-hmm. maybe maybe i don't know but like that I mean, it he, reached he that... did put a lot of pressure on himself though this yeah. is true this is to yeah. keep in mind yeah right not to say that that's okay <laughs> but like yep. the fact that you got is this it though? No. You, you got this like top selling record you know mm-hmm. out of these roots of like just being whatever do you yeah. you know do it yourself kind of yeah. attitude that's really fucking cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it's really cool like on the you know talking about like succumbing to your you know that strive for perfection i don't know if i've fully like felt that but like i've definitely like i've definitely i, I think one of those things like whether you're happy with your work or not mm-hmm Cause I got to a point where I got too much into like trying to make something like trying to cram as much detail as I can. I remember this one time I was like drawing this like villain that I wanted to do for like this book that I was working on a decade mm-hmm. or Charlie. I, I made like, I changed the name so many times, but um, I, I was like writing up all the stuff and like, I'm trying to make it like this universe or, you know, or this world of like characters and all these superheroes. I made so many characters within this, but I only had like three issues that I I drew, but then I wrote like six issues and then I kept drawing. I was like, no, this has to be perfect. Maybe I need to redo these three issues because I'm writing more stuff, more characters that are like, would be better. And then I wrote like this big character and I was like doing like this illustration of all these characters on the floor and he's like standing there and his like I was like redrawing. I was obsessing over this like villain that like his pants were like torn so much that it was like too much. I was like, I don't even think that's how pants work. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Then I was like just trying to put as much detail as I can that I was like, oh, oh, fuck. I've, I've gone, gone, too, I've gone too far. Yeah. 
<laughs> I like way went too far over the deep end that like I didn't post any new pages and like I just was stuck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh fuck, that's so now that's my new problem. Mm-hmm. Is like I'm 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 too much into building the world than I am actually like making content. You know? And I think that's that's one of the things that I found was that I learned was like it's uh what's more important is creating the work mm-hmm. and putting it out there. Um and you can get better as you go. But don't forget finishing is important. Yeah. Finishing is more important than perfection. Because yeah. you can get better as you go, but don't forget to finish stuff. Yeah. Well, it's there's like a few years ago, and I think I mentioned it this in the first time we covered perfectionism, but mm. I found um this one author had uploaded all of the drafts that he did of his book. Whoa. And He's like, yeah, so here's me editing the seventh draft of my book. And it was like, take out this chapter. This paragraph is useless. And it's just like writing all over the place. And he's like, remember that by the time you get that book in your hand, it's been through several drafts. Yeah. It is your first draft is always going to be shit. Yeah. And I always have to remind myself of that because like as we talked about in when we were talking about... um being hard on ourselves and stuff yeah. i'm incredibly hard on myself yeah and i do hold myself to a really high standard um just based on how i want to tell my stories and how i want things to look yeah. in order to get those messages across and i have to keep reminding myself of that draft that that author with like all the red on it where it's like no you know what take your time you know just get it out there you can fix it as you go like you know like not to the point where like in those old pages where I said I just kind of been like, ah, this is good enough. Yeah. That was too far. Yeah. But just reminding myself that like, yeah, no, by the time I get this out to the reader, they're not gonna see all of the thinking that I did, all like the the drafts that I did of the earlier issues and like all the writing adjustments that I made and you know, all the the sketch sheets of the characters that I never posted, they're not going to see that. And Do I'm you, not going to see anything else. I make mountains out of molehills. And am I being too hard on myself? I don't know. Yes. Probably, yes. <laughs> but that's where my perfectionism comes in. It's in, you know, just I can't help but yeah. be hard on myself. And it's, you know. I think it starts with like self-talk. Yeah. Right? Like be a little bit uh, nicer to yourself when you're critiquing yourself. Um, because I think every artist tends to be as hard as other people, like if not harder to themselves mm-hmm. when they're talking to themselves through the stuff. It, you could you could be a little bit nicer, and then that's kind of where it starts, right? It's like okay, let's let's take off the pressure a little bit. Let's learn the reality of the pressure. It is not there is no pressure, yeah, right. And then we can give it a second and like use the time that you you know that you have because, yeah. Yeah. Not that it's not a big deal, but like you can do it, like you can fix it or you can make it the way you want it to just without the pressure. Yeah. Well, (laughs) like I've said before, I I have a Mary. Right. And and a Mary is very valuable to have. And for anyone who's just like a new listener, I have a friend named Mary. She is the biggest fan of my unreleased comic that (laughs) is in existence because she knows everything that has happened and will happen up to the point that I've written. And it's like she, a custom book just for her. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like anytime I do anything new, I'm like, okay, I just did this. And she's like, brilliant. Um, so get yourself a Mary because it does help with that sort of like nagging voice in the back of your head going, yeah. it's not good enough yet. 
Right. Because then you have a Mary being like, no, it actually is good enough because I see exactly what you're doing here and then confirms your thoughts. And it's very yeah. nice. <laughs> That's nice. That's really yeah. cool. So if you don't have an inner Mary, get yourself an outer Mary because they're very useful. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you think thought about like maybe trying to be trying to achieve more perfection into your work? Oh, no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. You do better. Can you just do fucking better? No, yeah, no. That sounds terrible. The opposite of a Mary. Yeah. Don't get a mad sketch. Hey, get better. The fuck is this shit? Take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Because, like, I do, I am striving for more, right? Like, I am ambitious. There's still that drive right, right? yeah because there's a difference between ambition and being hard on yourself yeah yeah like i still st- if anything it's probably healthier 100 i still want to achieve there's there's quite a lot i do want to achieve and to get to a point where i can't achieve that right okay. um nail polish yeah i guess i could i could do some nail polish i suppose <laughs> on that topic i think you should do the nail nail, yeah. nail polish stuff okay just give it a shot uh-huh. i mean does that I make you happy you. Okay. yeah sure <laughs> Even it actually just... does help with your like having a steady hand when doing art. Oh, 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 hundred percent. I believe yeah. it. Yeah I, yeah, I actually found that like my drawing got better when I got better at painting my nails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Okay. Go for it. Anyway, sorry. Continue. But yeah, no, no. I was just, I was just gonna say like, um, no, I do have that ambition, that drive to to do more, to be better, to have a successful life. Yeah. In, in terms, but like one of my goals for my life is just to to be able to create with you guys yeah whether Aww. we're creating a fucking like movie whether we're making music a podcast art animation i don't know i don't fucking know animation would be fun like animating yours would be awesome that's Whoa. okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> you know that pat in the shoulder he'll take it that's it we are I welcome. Know. senpai notice there we go yeah, he's success happy. that's all i need he's happy now there you go right senpai yeah that's that's it i saw that i was like <laughs> okay i i found the patch and added it on myself nice <laughs> there you go see uh, that, that's all i need right um but yeah no no it's i think it's that to look at it in the point of like live live as much as possible draw as much as possible yeah Mm -hmm. when you when you're living on purpose when you when you have the drive to want to live more your art's going to reflect that yeah you know and i don't know like bob ross said man happy accidents yeah you know sometimes keep this keep the the little weird things you know keep the keep the quirks you know i don't know that's why we keep you around yeah yeah Yeah. he is the quirk (laughs) Yeah, he's our happy little accident. Yeah. <laughs> I want to use the, the little cloud. Yeah, the little, little I'm, tree. I'm the little tree. Yeah, you're a little happy little tree. Yeah. I want to use the rest of this episode to talk about Creed Three. Go for it. <laughs> really? Okay, sure. Yeah, let's go yes, for it. Yes, because talking about it. perfection. Go watch it. It is holy shit. Better than Creed One and Two. Um, so story wise, like, yeah. no, it's a continuation of it or whatever. But like, um. Michael this, B. Jordan. Yes, he was the director. Mike, Michael B. Jordan yeah. is a great fan of anime. And if you watch this knowing that, you get it. It is so good. The fight scenes are insane. There's some, there's some actually what's so great about it too is the trailers don't actually depict how good it is. Mm. They hide it. 
they're not hiding it, but they're they're not really showing it. They don't show you because, all the good parts because you have to see it. Like you have to see the whole fight scene when it happens, because mm-hmm. it is like I mean he he literally like in press junkets like talked about how like he was inspired by like Hajime no Ippo, Naruto, and Dragon Ball, and like all this other stuff. And I was like, fuck yes, mm-hmm. okay, let's see now. And it's like legit, yeah, like just like the way he moves cameras and the way he pauses moments and like the speed. Yes, it's it's such an interesting take though because he's also he's the main he's the character of the action and mm-hmm. also the director. I was like, how yeah, did that, he? Yeah, but that happens all the like, time. Like, how did yeah. he do all that? Right? Like, that's, that's really a lot cool. of it, well, it's yeah. a lot of the planning, right? Mm-hmm. You always have like a second unit director or whatever that's there, or a cinematographer could be there with you, mm-hmm. right? But like, it's 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 him achieving the the look that he wants, right? So you're not. You know, being a director doesn't mean that you always have to be behind the camera looking at it or whatever. Yeah. It's the planning and it's the the setting it up and then like knowing what you want to get done, right? That's what's so great about what he did is because he nailed it. Like, I mean, talking about like those moments of like, he talks about like moments of like anime where like he gets, there's a shot of it, he gets punched and then it goes to his, it goes to like his back and you see like all the sweat beads just like bounce mm. off and it's straight up Dragon Ball. Just yeah. Like, shock of the face and then goes and then just like the reverberation of like impact off of his back i was like am i watching anime what the fuck what blew me away was when you were talking about um ah, we love him too oh jonathan majors yeah Yeah. how his character was like in jail for so long and like his fight moves are actually like old school like, but they don't very, say it yeah. you just have to know it yeah and then and i talked to johan about it and he's a boxer so he was like yeah dude like he does like he, he does kind of like this this the defense move which is like a very old school like you know uh uh, uh george foreman uses it and a bunch of older heads mm-hmm. use it and they, they all have names and he was like kind of calling them out kind of going like oh that's like this the only thing he didn't like was that he used it too much because if you use it too much then it's very easy to know when to, which is funny because at the end of it, that's kind of how he got defeated, which like that's kind of how he got. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, oh yeah, cool. And it's like, it still has a lot of like storytelling kind of like martial, you know, I'm, I'm like a geek when it comes to like martial arts. So there's a major component of it, of storytelling when you're actually doing like action scenes, mm-hmm. there's like, you can, should be able to read what the story, how the story is being told through the fight. Right. Without having any conversation, you're just kind of seeing what happens. And there is that in this, but they were adding a lot of like metaphors to what's going on between the two. Um, those two actors are amazing together. And I think I'd, I'd love to see those two in another movie because they're phenomenal. Like Jonathan yeah. Majors is a monster. He is holy shit. He's amazing. Um, yeah. Everything about that movie was awesome. Yeah. And like the drama yeah. in it. Um and uh yeah just like the action in it like talking about like reaching almost to perfection this was like amazing rocky like, three I having mean, uh, creed three having creed three. yeah creed, creed three, three. like having it. that idea in your head and then being you know it working was like that those are one of those moments where you're like whoa that like he got what he wanted yeah. on film which is and this is his debut yeah which is incredible that's which really is cool crazy yeah well, i mean like we're we're so excited to see like what he does next like yeah it's gonna I be just... crazy Oof. Oh man. Oof. Jonathan Majors too. I'm such a fan. Like yeah. holy shit, I that, love that guy. Man. <laughs> He's insane. He's so quirky and so like weird that it's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I love this. Like his choices of like movement. Like there's like a part in it that me and Johan were joking, like we're kind of like 
like caught it like how it's so interesting he kind of walks in and he's supposed to like do this but he's going he's going like dipping in like he's doing all these like weird movements and you're like what is he doing that's so cool like <laughs> what is that like making it work he, he's got the he, swagger he so. made like a character out of a out of a thing that not boxers really do but made it like into a boxing style you know what i'm like a look mm-hmm. of a guy that's a boxer like he's like he's creating a new character like a like a interesting quirk of a, of a person they feel you know what real I mean? because of what he's added he's adding to a, a personality and mm-hmm. you're like that's that's how you do that when, and and it's a mindset like he is an interesting take note guy. Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> he's just an interesting dude jonathan majors is such a weird dude i love it like yeah he carries a mug wherever he goes oh. and he has a whole metaphor about it like he's walking in the red carpet and he has a mug everywhere he goes it's a different mug he has a a I think like five in rotation that oh. he does. Huh. Two of them don't have handles, but he has like <laughs> he has like a whole thing about it, and it's about <laughs> like that. filling up your life in the cup. Like it's he has like a whole metaphor. I'm like, yo, this but guy is so interesting. When you think He's about an it, artist. He is perfect for Kang. Yeah, because he yeah. has to play the same character, yep. but different, different every time. Yeah. Every time. So, yeah. so and, and so very interesting. And I guess I can loop it around to like perfection, mm. where it's like he's just being himself. Yeah. And he's not afraid of like what other people's influences are. He's just like putting in all these things and trying them out. And then does it work? Committing, uh, you know, like, you know, uh, uh, trying out something and then achieving your own kind of perfection. I think that's like an, an interestingly healthier way to approach it where it's like it's not about other people. It's about like me making this the way I have my head thinking that it, it could be. Mm-hmm. Right. And then going for it in a healthy way where it's like, you know. It gets to the point where it, you you know you get out of it alive, basically. Mm. Yeah. Right. This does so. remind me of uh, Nicholas Cage as well, man. Because oh. when you think about it, oh. he has found his yeah. own perfection. Oh my god! Yeah. In his own strange way. Yeah. He has found his he own is perfection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and like yeah, because I, I watched I've watched a lot of Cage, man. Dude, I, unbearable weight kind of like capped it to be like, oh, this yeah. is Nicholas Cage. Which is we what Alvaro and I have been saying for years. A- exactly. Yep. Exactly. We were right. You were right. You were right. I love that. I Father. Just love that. But also, <laughs> I one, love that one of the greatest lines Fucking is, nuts. no, no, Nicolas Cage, we must do LSD. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro Pascal. Fucking love you, man. Oh, <laughs> oh him. I love that. He's also amazing. Yeah. He's also has an interesting quirk. Dude. I love that guy. And how yeah. many years did it take for him from being just an extra oh my mm-hmm. God. to being a fucking star? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right? Jesus. Yeah. Right? No. He's been around for a long fucking time, dude. Yeah. That's amazing. He's, like, he's, he's a journeyman. Earned. Yeah, he's earned it. I yeah. mean, he's definitely a, a North Star for me in terms of like where he you want to get That's to. what I love about it. So. Like <laughs> Last of Us, Unbearable Mandal- Weight, Mandalorian. Like one after another, he's like yeah. releasing all this. And then Jonathan Major the same thing. He was like, you know, from like Ant-Man to like Creed 3. Mm-hmm. And also not, not to mention like his older stuff. Like Harder They Fall. Yeah. You should watch that. It is a fantastic all black cast like cowboy film. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. It's so good. Anyway, yeah. Cool stuff. Man. Very cool stuff. You're perfect. You're whatever just you're okay. whatever you're doing, you're perfect. Okay. I, I think you're cool. <laughs> um tell me, tell tell us what you think about perfection and what like how do you Although you, you still have to impress Toby. How could you impress Toby? You through can't. email that's yeah. right yeah you can send I your guess. dicks at where your friends send your dicks <laughs> tell us about perfection 
on the Discord. Yes. Uh, what is your uh, What is your take on it? Uh, how do you handle? Uh, do you, Do you try to strive for perfection? Do you try to reach to that level every time you create artwork? Uh, let us know. Um, you know, I'd like to open the dialogue and chat about it. And if you're watching it on YouTube, uh, let me know about it on the comments below. Uh, you know, what do you think about perfection? Uh, make sure you like and subscribe. Hit that bell for notifications. God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's allowed to do that now. I, I know. know he is. I hate it. Make sure you it's like fun. and subscribe. It's Hit that bell for notifications. <laughs> I want to say I'll that faster. It. I want to say it as fast as I can. Oh, boy. <laughs> Every time I'm going to try it. And uh, yeah, yeah. No, um, thank you so much for watching this episode. Um, we did this episode because it was one of our oldest uh, topics in our in our mm. audio podcast. Mm-hmm. You can go we back though and check it out if you want to go back and check it out. You know, maybe uh, things have changed. Some episode of our opinions. Six or episode yeah, five. It's like one of our super early episodes. Yeah, we're at what episode ninety six right now? 90, one, 98? 98, I think. Ninety eight. We're close. That was close. recorded on Discord over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We over used to do this pandemic. thing where it's like we record like we all we're all through discord connected and then we have our microphones and then we all have to individually record at the same time and then we mix it together oh yeah we had the one two two, three click (laughs) i remember that fucking one then i'd have to sync them up together this is so much nicer you guys oh my god (laughs) so much nicer and warmer so much warmer you know what i'm not actually i'm not i'm actually not that like i thought i'd be like yeah like dying right now totally fine Cool. You know, uh, if, you, if you started sweating, just start singing the uh, Coolio song. I'm not even Gangs- really sweating. Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> I'm really surprised. I'm yeah. like nice and toasty. I love it. Yeah. But they're also like I'm Filipino. My tolerance of heat is like ridiculous. <laughs> You're like, this is nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like 30 for get, 30 degrees. Get ready in just a few days. I'm so freaking. I'm actually getting excited now. I'm actually, Now that like a lot of heavy things are out the way, I'm like, mm-hmm. I get to like really think about it now. I'm like, oh, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. I'm going to buy Soon. so many clothes. <laughs> so much clothes i'm going there with a backpack Good. i'm going there with a backpack and when i come back i'm gonna have a luggage that's oh, that makes sense buy buy a bunch of stuff uh and i'm gonna get drunk in japan Woo! beautiful that's when the only time i'll probably drink is with my buddy but um yeah actually when you hear this episode i will be back already from the trip i'm pretty yeah. sure oh. yeah <laughs> you will be time. yeah so there time. we go time um thank you guys so much uh check out our instagram uh we.re your friends and uh yeah we have plenty of stuff there post artwork and stuff share other people's stuff uh if there's like some artwork that you want us to share of your stuff post it on discord and we'll put it up on 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 instagram yeah promotion exactly um yeah is there anything else you guys want to big up uh not really i think you guys have nothing going on no. Freaking losers. I know. I, I really am. <laughs> I'm okay with that. No, you're not. You're not. You guys are perfect. Oh. I love it. Thank you, Sketch. Remember, guys, you are never alone because we're, we're your, your friends. friends. Yeah. No farting noises? Really? <laughs> there it is. Thank you for listening to the Where Your Friends podcast, hosted by Tobias Medeiros, Alvaro Cruz, and Matt Sketch. Edited by Toby Medeiros, produced by Matt Sketch. Reference and additional material can be found in the show notes. 